Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cammie Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 34 are your circumstances neutral? So I'm excited to talk about that in a few minutes, but we will talk, I'll talk about a few things happening first, and then we'll get back to that subject. But I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. I hope it was um, as good as it could be. Hopefully you had some really memorable moments and I'm excited. I, this will come out after Thanksgiving, but I am excited to be with my family for Thanksgiving. So far, it still looks like it's a go. So I will be excited to report how it really went, but I hope you guys all had a good time. And I'm sure, no doubt, when I'm with the Johnsons, it's always crazy, very memorable, and such a good time mixed with some crazy stories. So I can't wait to find (laughs) what the crazy will be. Hopefully it won't be me that's the crazy story. It will be one of my brothers or one of my, someone else in my family, but who knows? So anyways, that's happening. And also I hope that when you guys are listening to this, maybe you're out doing Christmas shopping or maybe you're on the computer doing Christmas shopping, which is more convenient these days and sometimes easier with some of the COVID restrictions. Um, I also want to remind everyone that you can still pop onto my website at camibanks.com and do team elevate. I just am really excited for it. And the more, um, I work on it and get things ready for it. I'm so, I just can't wait to show you everything that's in there and for you guys to take the steps into being so much more comfortable in your own skin. And we are 100% lovable and we have all this inside of us. It's just that the cool part is that I give tools, offer tools to help you discover that and help you get through the challenges or some of the obstacles that have been in the way in the past to getting to you where you really want to go. And I know that it's possible. I've seen it with the clients that I've already worked with. And I just, I see their life becoming so enhanced and I see them start finding themselves. And I see this glow that comes about them and it's awesome. And it doesn't necessarily make them happier. It just, it's just feel like this, this sense of coming into their own and knowing themselves again and feeling more themselves and one like more complete in their life. And it's so awesome. So I can't wait to take a group of you through this and you guys can, not only I can support you, but you guys can all support each other. And what a perfect time to do it at the beginning of 2021, when we all want to do like a restart, right. And a reset. And I'm going to provide that for you. So pop over there and join. It'll be great. And also still, I love reviews and the, still the gift card is out there. It's still, I'm waiting for um, more reviews to come in and I will give the $50 gift card. So I will share a review, but in case any of you are wondering how to leave a review, you just go into the podcast app, then search beyond your comfort zone and then scroll to the bottom and there'll be a way to rate and review it. And you can just leave it right there on your phone. It's really, it'll take just one or two minutes at that most. (laughs) So you can, if you can spare those few minutes, I would love to hear it. And it, I, you will be entered into the drawing, but also it just is such a fun way for me to just reinforce that 
um, you're listening, that there's something you're learning from it or something that you want to learn. And it's just a good way for me to um, get feedback. So I will share this from, this is from, sometimes I don't know the people that leave the reviews, but sometimes I do. And sometimes I can recognize, recognize their names. But this is from one of my good friends. I love him dearly. He's actually one of my kids, really good friends. But I, I feel like I always have him in my corner. So I'm super excited to share what he says. This is actually great. I listened to the most previous podcast and I honestly enjoyed it. I like the part about the coin analogy and forget the how for now. That was really good too. I really enjoyed this podcast. It has some great messages in it. Also, Cammie is the host, so it makes it a lot better. And this is from Jackson Hawker. So shout out to him. He knows I love him. He's my favorite. And I'm always like, I got one. Regardless of what happens in life, I got one fan. So thanks, Jackson. Anyways, but um, yeah, so get on there and leave a review and brighten my day, brighten your day for sharing love. So, <laughs> or you can always share another way to enter the drawing is to share on your stories, one of the podcasts that you've liked and just screenshot it and share it. And then others can find it and just um, tag me on it so I can see that you do it. So anyways, okay, we will jump into this topic. I'm really excited, especially because this is really great around the holidays. So anyways, the topic is, are you making your circumstances neutral? And that might at first seem like a silly question to ask, but we have to back it up a little bit and figure out what the circumstances are. And a lot of the times we think the circumstances um, are all parts of the story that we create. (laughs) So I want to help you dissect it just a little bit and realize that when we tell a story about a situation, There are a few facts in the story and the rest of that are sentences in our head or thoughts about the story that gives um, the situation, it gives it more meaning to that. And so I want to first of all say that when we have a circumstance, that's actually the fact that's happening. So when we have the weather, that's a fact. And when we have a number on the scale, that's a fact. However much money we have in our bank account, that's a fact. We like to tell stories about our mother-in-laws or about our husband or our children. But the fact is we have a mother-in-law. This, another fact is we have a husband. And the other fact is you know, we have children. But what they say can also be a circumstance. What their actions are can be a circumstance. But what we make it mean is usually how the circumstances becomes not neutral. And we want to keep the circumstance neutral and realize as we as we start pulling apart the story, everything that's neutral, that would be a fact. So, and then when we start putting meaning behind that, that becomes our thinking, and that that is the part we want to look at because um, the part that we put meaning to is um, a lot of the times it's unconscious thinking because ninety five percent of our thinking is unconscious. But when we have the chance to pull away and realize it's 95% of our thinking is unconscious, we actually can make it conscious and we can become deliberate, but we have to realize that we are telling a story and that's not a fact. So, and in the holidays, I think this would be a great example. I want to share this because this happens. I have a lot of friends and clients, people that told me this. So, um, 
And this might be different this holiday because we, again, have a few restrictions. But in the past, people tell me that holidays are really hard for staying on a diet, for staying with their what we call protocol or staying on what how they want to eat healthy. And they so they say that it's I'm going to gain weight during the holidays and I have all these parties and there's all these food and there's all these good food and, and they create this big story around it. Right. So if they came to me and told me that and they're like and I just I won't be able to, I won't be able to um, lose weight. And I want to say, let's just break it down and let's just get a fact. Let's get a few facts and we'll realize what the story is as well. So we would be like, it's December and Christmas is December 25th. And I have a party on this date and I have a party on this date. And if we know there's food served, then another fact will be there'll be food served at the party, right? All those would be facts and everything else they're telling about like, I have to eat the food, you know, at parties, they have to be social. That's what I do. It's too stressful not to, is that I don't have, I don't have enough time to even prepare before I go there. All those things that, that create that story that usually brings stress into our life is all part of our thinking. And that's okay. But just so we know that there's a facts to what's happening for December around eating and food, and then there's our thoughts. And this is an interesting thing as well about our circumstances and our thoughts is that we are the only creatures that have evolved enough to actually put meaning to our circumstances. And so it's, it's really, a um, it's awesome that we've evolved so much and that we can put meaning to it. It's just that a lot of the times we don't even realize that we're putting meaning to it. And we think our circumstances is not neutral because we attach the meaning to it. And we think that's in the circumstance line. So that's why I love when clients come to me and I just say, let's just put it down on paper. Let's put down, tell me everything that's happening. I'll put down the facts and then I'll put down the sentences in your head. And then we can have two different columns and we look on paper or they tell me and I reiterate back to them and they start seeing what the facts are. And then they start seeing all the meaning they're putting to the facts of it and the story they're creating. And we start, we start pulling it apart and dissecting it a little bit. And the part that is really good about that is that we see that the circumstances in our life are actually the things that are out of our control. And when we realize, you know, we, we don't get to control things that are out of our control and we keep that in the circumstance line, we say, okay, that's something that's out of our control. But the very thing that's really stinky underneath that part is the subconscious thinking. A lot of it, like that we're going to this holiday party and we have to eat the food. Okay. We're going to the holiday party would be a fact, but that we have to eat the food after is our thinking. (laughs) And it's hard to separate that, but that's what I love to show people. I'm like, let's just be a watcher as if someone was, you are just presenting your brain to someone and what's going on in your brain. And when we can pull that apart, we realize that we can go to a holiday party, but we can choose if we want to eat the food that's there, or we can choose to eat before the party. We can choose to plan to eat just certain things about the party, or we can just say, I'm going to go to the party and enjoy it. And leave it at that, right? But we just want to see that the last, that second part, the meaning that we put to that, we can, if we're careful and we start realizing, we can deliberately choose the second part of that. So we, a lot of times, don't get to choose our circumstances, but we get to choose the meaning we put behind that. And that, if we, if we squish them together and we don't realize we pulled apart, then we would make a circumstance negative or not neutral, And that's the thing that I want to help people do. And that's the thing that I love. Probably the very beginning part when I coach people is so amazing to show them. And even for myself, I get caught in this trap all the time. Like I, I want to think that it's a fact 
of the things that I'm making things mean. Like I'll take a circumstance and attach a meaning to it. And I'm like, that's a fact. But then if I pull away from it enough to see, okay, let me just see what the facts are. The actual thing, you know, like the number on the scale, the money in the bank account, that I'm going to a party at seven o'clock, those things that are facts that are, that are neutral, that aren't, you know, negotiable, that, that you can just, someone just say that that's just neutral. Then I can see the part that I put the meaning to. So let's dive into this. There's three different ways why we usually think that (laughs) our thought is true. And the first way is a thought pattern that happens in our brain that happens over and over again, or a thought loop. And it's, it makes a pattern in our brain over and it's just, our brain likes to be efficient. That's one of our brain. When we were cavemen or a primal brain, it just liked to be efficient. So our brain wants to be efficient. So it just goes to the thought pattern that we know, especially when it's unconscious, it will just go to that. So when we went from the thing about the holiday party and we're going to the party and the thought processes that I have, the thought loop that's always there is I just have to eat what's at the party. Or that when I'm social, I, at parties you're social, and, and when you're social you eat. Whatever whatever the thought pattern is that you think over and over again, you think that it's true because you've thought it so much that it seems like a fact in your head. And it's not till you put it on paper till you realize that that is your thinking. It's a sentence in your head that you've believed for so long that you think it's true. But if you put it on paper and start realizing, oh, I actually have control of that. I have control of that thought then we realize we can change that. So I think that's just really interesting to look at it. And it would be interesting for you to go through and write and just some stories that you've created in your head to write down the things that are the facts and then make us think that the things that you think are facts that are probably just stories or sentences in your head and to have no judgment to be like, oh, my brain has thought this thought for so long that now in my head, I think it's a fact. And it helps you understand that like when it's not a fact, Something that's not a fact, we have the ability to change it. So in an interesting way, it helps us get to the actual cause of a problem. Instead of just finding into the action line to the solution, we actually start working on the cause and we realize we have control of that. That the circumstance is out of our control, but our thinking is where we can control. And that gives us back so much power because we can go to a holiday party, right? Like I can go to a holiday party and I can choose what I want to do there. I can choose to eat or I can just choose. I want to just be social with people and not do anything, but I can deliberately choose that. And that to me makes me feel like I have freedom and that I'm in control of my destiny. I'm in control of my health. I'm in control of what goes into my mouth. So that's one way to look at it. And the second way is we think a lot of the times that a circumstance, um, which we make into our thoughts, we think that it's true. Is that like everyone, like everyone around us is like, yeah, that's true. Of course. You like, you tell the story and like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Or, um, an example would be like, you say, um, you know, my child is so mean and, and like all the other siblings agree that they're mean. A friend comes to the house like, yeah, your, your child is so mean. And everyone starts validating you that, <laughs> like, that your child is really mean. And so you're like, yeah, that, that's a, that is definitely a fact. My child is just mean. But if you realize that my child is mean is an adjective that you're describing that um, could be debatable, that someone could say your child is really nice, but you have so much evidence, so much people convinced saying this that you're like, that's true. And so you have to put it down on paper and see like, 
what is a fact that is out of my control and what is my thinking? Cause my child is mean is your thinking and you can continue to think that, or you can think my child has an interesting way of moving through life or my child sees things different or my child there's maybe, maybe there's a sign that I need to look, you know, look into my child more, however you want to think of it. But if we want to get to deliberately thinking, we can pull back enough to think that that thought, we don't have to think that thought because it is not a fact. It is something we can change if we want to. So, and the third way is that we create all this evidence for a fact. So for an example is that, um, someone that comes to me and they're, they're like, I have done every single diet in the book. I have done all these things and there's, there's no way, there's no way that I can lose weight. There's, there's no way that my, my um, body will do this. And so they, and they proceed to tell me everything they've done in their past, all this evidence they've done in their past. And, and they think that all the evidence in their past is proving their thought that there's no way I can become healthy. And all that evidence in their past is just, um, them creating like that thought that I, I cannot become healthy or I, there's no way I can become healthy. The brain is so powerful. It will go create evidence for you to prove that, that, that thought that create evidence, that thought will be in your result line. It will do that for you. But that still <laughs> is just your thinking because the, the fact is that I weigh this certain amount. And then right underneath that is there's no way I can do healthy eating or there's no way I can do this. And that is thinking. But the cool part about that is that like, if whatever the number is on the scale, and we want to start being like, that's the number on the scale. That's what it is. That doesn't have any meaning to it. It's just a number. And like, I'm 100% worthy what that is. And I want to be like, I am worthy and I want to be healthy. All those different things are going to propel an action that's totally different than like, I can't do this anymore because that, that keeps us stuck. And we can choose any of those thoughts, but in just realizing that we can choose any of those thoughts helps us see that like, let's bring it to a conscious level and see that like, it's a number on the scale. And then I get to choose what I want to make that mean. And what I make that mean is actually what will propel me to either move into action or move um, into inaction. So, um, I think it's really interesting to look at. I think that the holidays is a really great time to do this because a lot of the times, another thing I get from people, from friends and from clients is like, I don't have enough time. There's so much to do, right? Especially around the holidays, there's so much to do. So it's good to just pull away. And I'm t- I like, just tell me what, you know, what is it you have so much to do and why do you not have time? So we can write down the facts that like, just take a day. Like I have to do shopping for all these different people and write down all the shopping that we have to do and put the fact there, but that we don't have enough time is our, is is like the thought that's been there so much that would probably be back to the first thought that it's a thought pattern. And we want to realize like, I don't have enough time is actually our thinking that we can keep there. Or we can say, I'm going to do one thing on my list today. I'm going to do this one thing. And I have time to do one thing because I have 24 hours in the day. And we can, we can see that we, we might have to fix our thought pattern and we have to become aware of it. And so it doesn't happen overnight, but if we can be start be aware of every time that thought comes up, then we start having the ability to, to say, okay, wait, I realize that thought's there. I do, I do want to change that thought or, okay, I realize that thoughts, that's thought, that, that thought is there for today. I'm going to keep that thought today, but tomorrow I can change that. I don't have to give this thought for the rest of my life because it's not a fact. It's something that I have chosen unconsciously at times to do, but I am going to become conscious of it. So 
I just think it's, this is a great test, <laughs> great test for me as well to be like, what story am I creating around the holidays? Because there's so much goodness to be had during the holidays and there's so much frustration. There's a lot of stress to be had. But if we realize, you know, the holidays, meaning like say it's Christmas, December 25th and all the way into New Year's, January or yeah, January 1st, those are the facts. And then we just have to, we be like, Hey, that's a fact. And then everything we start making it mean underneath that. We give meaning to that, which again is awesome because we've evolved and we can give meaning. We can give drama to all these things and we can make enrich our life so much more. But let's think about the part. Let's be deliberate about that. Let's choose what we want to create around that story. Let's realize what evidence we want to give to that story. And if we are telling a story that's beautiful and it's propelling us forward, it's not usually, I don't really hear about it, right? Because that's usually not a problem because it's, it's all these beautiful thoughts, all these things that are helping us and we're moving into action. We're getting the results that we want, but it's usually when we have a circumstance we don't think is neutral, then it's not really, it's keeping us stuck. And when we're stuck, it keeps us in inaction and not getting the results we want. And I think another time, just because we're ending this year, and I think with another great example is coronavirus, right? Coronavirus is in the U.S. and it's been in the U.S. in 2020. That's a fact. But if I wouldn't ask, you know, a majority of you, I would um, hear lots of different stories about what the coronavirus, you know, how the coronavirus has affected you and how it's affected us or what the meaning we put behind the coronavirus is all of our thinking. And we can think, you know, we can think that it's been the worst thing ever. And that's fine, right? But we just want to we just want to realize that's our thinking and that we chose that and that whatever results are coming from that is because we chose that. So, and if we want to like I I think I could tell this story and you guys could sit here and pick out the facts and, and <laughs> the sentences in my head from this, but that I had a rate like a race season lined up to race all these races and I was I'd come off racing the world championship last year in 2019 and then I had all these races that I was going to do and all these things were, you know, I thought, I thought everything would just go like it's been in the years past and it didn't. And I had to check my thinking a lot of times to not, um, be frustrated and not be discouraged because things weren't going the way I wanted. And, and it is, you know, in some people's eyes, it's a really minor thing that like, it's just racing people, you know, have died from coronavirus, all these different things. And so in my head, I had to write down what were the facts and what was the story I was creating and was the story helping me was the story that I was helping Like what, was this really propelling me to action? Was it propelling me to have the best year I could have with the circumstances I had? And I kind of checked myself, you know, maybe a few months into it a little too late, but I realized like, okay, I'm not going to be racing this year. And what can I get from this? And that started me on my process of doing physical therapy for my Achilles and seeing doctors and helped me like last week I did the procedure on my Achilles and none of that would have happened had I been racing. So for me, it helped me see that like, yeah, like I had coronavirus is here. And the next thought down is like, this is an opportunity for me to take a pause and realize how can I get myself into a healthy shape for the years when I will be able to race again. And so I did have to have a mind shift. I had to realize some of my unconscious thinking and I had to realize the story that I was creating around the circumstances of coronavirus. And then I had to check myself and I had to kind of um, shift my story, which we can all do once we realize when we're aware, but we can, we have the ability if we realize it's not really what we want to think because we can switch that thinking. I had to switch it around and it's, you know, I still have, to, I still have some bumps I'm working through, but I I've had, it's been more fulfilling for me. It's helped me see that there are still opportunities for me that I still can give meaning and put myself into action that I want by that. So 
I think this is a great time, guys. I'm sure there's things in your life that you can set aside and say, okay, what are the facts and what's the story? What are the thoughts in my head? And if not, like I would love, that's what I love to help people do when they come to me. And after we do our first, like we do a mini session that sets us up for the rest of the, our sessions together. That's really the biggest thing we do at the beginning is break down the facts and then all the other details that we're putting with the story. And it helps us see that, wow, we actually do have so much control of ourselves, of not the other things outside of us having, but of ourselves and what we can do and what we can do. There's so much that we can do that can move us forward, that can enrich and enhance our lives and to help us discover our best self and to be living with the circumstances that we have not even changed that we can be living and we can continue to be creating this, this beautiful self that is, that is, that's a God gift and that God wants us to continue to create even with any circumstances happening. So that's the challenge guys. <laughs> and I think it's a great time. The month of December will be a good challenge for all of us to figure out what are the facts? How can we make the circumstance neutral? And then what do we want to do? What do we want our thoughts to be? I'm so grateful that we have thoughts, that we can think things, that we've evolved enough to be able to think and to be able to put meaning behind things and to um, that just enriches our lives and works more with meaning. But I also love that if we want to, we can have put meaning to it that will um, make things feel lighter, that will help us to progress, help us to move forward. So um, see how that goes this week. And until we talk next Wednesday, have a good week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at CamiBanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at CamiBanksCoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.